Welcome to Nourishing the Feminine Soul with Pamela Wasabi. Take a deep breath and open up to the possibilities of what your life has to offer. Pamela and her guests will show you how you can take charge of your life by embracing the values of the wild woman. Exhale. Learn to trust yourself again. Embrace your infinite power of intuition and love yourself crazy. Now, here's your host, Pamela Wasabi. She surrendered to the unknown. She recognized she had the tools, the knowledge, and the ovarios to swim through the unpredictable, the uncontrollable, and the foggy views. She and every other wild woman. That's a poem from the book, Woman of the Moon. Hello, everyone. I am your host, Pamela Wasabi, and this is your show, Nourishing the Feminine Soul. You can listen to us every Wednesday at 11 a.m. through voiceamerica.com. Or you can follow me through my social medias and connect also through Instagram, Facebook, Pamela Wasabi, or for all things bakery, Pamela Wasabi Bakery on Instagram and Facebook too. Uh, talking about the bakery, I want to mention that at the end of the show, I'm going to be giving an exclusive discount for all of you guys listening uh, right now. It's a big and yummy discount, so I recommend you keep company and stick till the end of the show. I am extremely excited to be here with you today. This is the beginning of an ongoing conversa conversation between you and me and the divine guests joining me. This is a time and a space to discuss the issues of our internal worlds, that universe that resides within you that holds the answers to your every question, doubt, and desire. Health issues, relationships, abundance, and success have little to do with the outside world and everything to do with how you choose to see yourself. That's why I invite to reconnect, reconnect with the divine feminine soul without, with that part of ourselves that needs nourishment. And so today's episode, I'm dedicating to one of those divine feminine elements called gratitude. And I just want to pause and um, discuss what this divine feminine or this wild women theme that is recurring on my talks, it's really about. And the wild woman, it's an archetype. It's a... Um, It's a model, it's a role that you embrace when you decide to live the life that you want. And that is when I, what I want you to, I want, I want to invite you to embrace who you are as you are, accepting yourself, embracing yourself, forgiving yourself and being thankful for having the opportunity to be here today in this world and make your life happen. So um, a little um, uh Other mention of my upcoming projects, uh, the Wild Woman book, it's coming out uh, in November. And it's a conversation about uh, food issues, eating disorders, and it's how by connecting to these divine feminine attributes, we can actually heal for good. So it's really about going, going deep, going within. Uh, gratitude, talking about gratitude. Uh, I chose my host Uh, sorry, I chose my guest, Rebecca Eisenman, to be here with me today because I am very grateful to her for uh, inspiring me and really to, she, she inspired me to wake up from the dormant state that I was. And uh, we have, it's been years, it's been maybe what, Rebecca? 10 years? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to a decade. 
2010. So, yeah. So yeah. Uh, it was 10 years ago when we met and our lives have just spin and twirl and dance. And now we are um, here uh, living the life that we want, inspiring others and uh, being truthful to who we are. And I think that's the most important thing. So I'm going to tell you how is that I met Rebecca um, about a decade ago and how, um, what are the elements that I really needed to embrace to change my life drastically? Because we are talking about a person that is not the one that you see here today. Um, to be honest, uh, it seemed like it was a, a previous life. I was in my late 20s. Uh, back then, I owned a fashion store. Um, and I was not really happy. Uh, I was very naive on certain subjects when it comes to health, lifestyle, uh, eating. I was vegan, by you the way. Vegan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So uh, Rebecca and I met in uh, going to an advertising school two years prior to this and uh, I remember going to lunch and you know me with my story I am vegan <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> going to Whole Foods and kind of like searching for the right uh, meal um, and so when I received the call that um, okay let me just go back to my story so I was I had a fashion store um, and um, that was my life, to be honest. I will wake up, go to my store, come back home, and that would be it. That would be the end of the story, right? And, and you, would suddenly, film, you would film parties, no? You would go around. Um, yes, I remember I, those videos. Uh -huh. <laughs> they were so yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but my life was uh, kind of like uh, expressed through my my outside, right? I mean, we're talking about fashion, something that is very tangible. And I think yeah. that I was looking for a way to express myself Oh, I got to tell you, it was a very rebellious fashion. <laughs> it was yeah. not your uh, <laughs> typical Miami fashion. I went very deep into like punk rock and Japanese inspiration to create this kind of like concept fashion store. Um, so you can say that fashion was the way that I was expressing my angst and my frustration in a way, very colorful though, but my life lacked sense it lacked sustenance it lacked flavor okay and so uh one week or so after i decided to open this store i received a call from my gynecologist uh i had previously gone to visit him because i didn't i had not gotten my period um which it's pretty obvious but it was not for me back then i'm like no i don't get no. pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> so when they call me and they tell me that I had that I was pregnant, uh, I just sunk in, you know, I was sitting down drinking my coffee in my patio. And I remember just sinking in and just I couldn't believe that that was my reality, that my reality had just changed from one phone call. You know, um, and uh, after that, but I, I had to face where all the doctors telling me. I visit many doctors, many types of doctors. I visit gynecologists and endocrinologists. I went to special um, uh, pregnancy doctors, to be honest. I don't know how you call those, but. Um, and what happened was that I was diagnosed with a hyper, hyperthyroid condition. And the issue with a hyperthyroid condition is that I will overproduce everything that my body needed to gestate life within me and to give birth eventually. So they put me against the wall and they told me, look, you got to take these hormone pills for the 
throughout your pregnancy. Uh, you cannot breastfeed because, you know, the, the, the pills will go to your baby and you cannot have a home birth. And, you know, I was fine with taking pills for the rest of your life or during the pregnancy, because like I said before, I, I lacked presence. I lacked a voice. I like I, I lack the ability to make choices for myself. Right. But when they said you cannot breastfeed, I, I couldn't take that. I'm like, wait a second. That's a right. <laughs> My baby has a right to be breastfed or to be fed the right way. I mean, for me, the milk, it's a miracle food. It has so many elements that are necessary for the baby yeah. to grow and be a, a healthy child. So that's what got me thinking, okay, there has to be something that I can do to help my baby, help my body. Like, why did I get this thyroid condition? Like, where, where in the world did I pick this from? You know, how do you get it? I mean, and the doctors were like, uh, it just happens. That's the way you were born. That, there's nothing to do. No, there's no precursor uh, reason of why you have a fiery condition. And I was like, this just doesn't resonate with me. Yeah. And so um, I, I kept kind of like circling around different, you know, uh, doctors, like I said before, and, and I couldn't find an answer. They were just like, kept telling me the same story. And so one day, I remember it was like a Thursday, like I remember sitting down outside my fashion store um, and I was going through Instagram. Back then, Instagram was pretty new and I had like maybe five, yeah, I followed like five people or something and suddenly Rebecca popped up and I started looking at her and I see her with this shine and radiance uh, all over her face and uh, then I started reading her post and she seemed to be this like a, a beautiful, radiant, alive, vibrant person talking about things that I couldn't get myself to think for myself. And so she transformed her life after she also gave birth. And now she was talking about food and the body and exercise and lifestyle and posting recipes and kind of like inviting us to, to do the same. And I was just completely surprised. I mean, like I sat down, I'm like, what's going on? And so <laughs> I immediately just, I texted you or, or in, messaged you and you said, uh, let's jump on a phone call. I'm like, sure. Yeah. So she called me and that was my catalyst for change. <laughs> so yeah. let, me introduce, let me introduce my guest yeah. so we can start with our interview. And you can tell me, Rebe, how your life changed. And uh, due to that, not only my life changed, but I think you affect 200,000 and even more people that follow you and trust you and are loyal to everything that you say. Amen. <laughs> so yeah. Rebecca is the founder of the movement Verde y Rebelde that you can find on Instagram. She has an ever-going passion for inspiring and helping others embrace a life, a life of health and happiness. She connects the dots between our relationship with food and a healthy lifestyle. She studied integrative nutrition, integrative nutrition. And today she's an author, a writer, a leader, and a health coach, a mother, I forgot to mention, and my friend. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rebe, for being here. Thank you, Pamela, for the invitation. And I am so happy to say that and, and to know that we're colleagues. Yes. <laughs> and yes. That, yeah, that, that phone call, um, not only did it spark something in you and ignite that light, 
but it, it, you went, you dive deep, like you, you took it to a next level and, and authentically because in your own way, it was like, I would see your process saying like, wow, Pamela, like, wow, she's a chef. What a great idea. She turned the, the vegan roots you had into, you know, raw, becoming a raw vegan chef and, and having your own bakery and, and own, own personality injected into that in a fashionable, <laughs> healthy way. So I love what, what, what you do too and admire you since, since I met you. And we were those <laughs> lights in because I think that light shines through even if uh, yeah. we're not in the in the best place. But it, it was ripe. It was there was fertile grounds there. Yeah, and, I think yeah. I think that uh, something inside of us we still know that um, still guide us. You know, which is what I call the wild woman. I think that yeah. that is that that feminine energy or that feminine soul uh, that guide us, even though we might not appear to know what is it that we are doing. Because I remember you and I, you know, we were part of this school, but yet we were our own personalities, right? We were our own person trying to figure out how to to express ourselves in a very authentic way, right? Yeah, it was never about fitting in, but about, yeah, getting tools to express that that's something that we, we felt that was there to ignite change and transformation. And I think that, It, it, it comes in, in, your, in your blood, in your, <laughs> in your DNA. It's like, it's there or it's not. <laughs> yeah. And um, it's in everyone, to be honest. Uh, it is. You know, it is in everyone. Yeah. And we express that voice through different mediums. You yeah. know, it's not only talking okay. about health. It's not just uh, cooking food or being a doctor. But we can find our medium of expression just by being truthful to that wild soul that we that resides within. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because and, and nowadays that 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 feeling to to question what we're what we're seeing. Uh, to question how we have what we what we consider truth, our, our truth and our beliefs, uh, yeah. isn't isn't everyone that possibility if if we're open to it, huh? and if yeah. we're and if we open our eyes to, to whoa, there's like so much more, and there's <laughs> always so much more. Yeah, and I think that's it's never ending. It's never ending. Like ten years on this on this road, and it's it always feels like we're just beginning. Like no, 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 I'm just at the surface. <laughs> how, how many dark yeah. nights of the soul? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so Rebe, let's talk about uh, the beginning of this decade, right? Yeah. Uh, how was your awakening? Because I remember, if I'm not mistaken, that you also had some. Uh, trouble or problems with your pregnancy so why don't you take us back and mm -hmm. tell us uh like yeah. well like I had this phone call with you what was that catalyst moment for you how did you get here how did you form or, or gave birth to that verde y rebelde soul that resides within you um well it, it started it's a similar like you I was I was mostly focused on the superficial aspects of health I never I never thought about health as as interior work I thought about health as okay being skinny having pretty skin being tan it was all about how much I weighed I was I, I got into the modeling world um just you know not because of passion because of, they picked me out on the streets hey you in Venezuela so I was uh, also grew up with many eating disorders and and something attracted me towards fitness I always loved 
what exercise did for me. Uh, so I was on a soccer team for about 10 years before uh, college and yeah, that was throughout school. And then in college, I discovered, you know, the fitness part. And that's why I started getting certifications. And, and uh, when you met me, I had my own gym. I was setting up my own yes. gym and wanted to do the whole branding on this gym. And I got pregnant <laughs> the, first, <laughs> the first semester, uh, surprisingly. Um, I was living with my boyfriend. He was two years and a half. We had a, a, a relationship, but it still came as a surprise. Mm-hmm. And suddenly something just clicked in me like, wow, I don't have to do diets. And I was in my worst state of health. I must say I, was, I smoked cigarettes, like two boxes of cigarettes a day. I would wake up with a Red Bull, Diet Coke all the, all, like all, all the time, diet pills. Um, I would take them all, diuretics. So I had many eating disorders that I was, you know, trying to figure out it, my way through fitness, what, what mm-hmm. felt good. And when I became pregnant, I realized, wow, I don't have to do a diet anymore. I have to eat to nourish her. Mm -hmm. So the word nourish actually came alive for me. Like, wow, I have to eat vitamins. I have to eat minerals. I have to listen to what my grandmother would say. You know, it was was like, (laughs) it just changed the whole purpose, you know, of life, basically, in that moment. And when I did have her... I questioned myself because I I started slowly but surely going back to those habits and said, how come I do it for my baby and I won't do it for myself? I don't Mm -hmm. love myself. Mm -hmm. How can you love a baby if you don't love yourself? So I, it was, I don't know if it was gradual or, or in one moment, I don't recall the exact moment, but it was a realization, um, that was an awakening in me that I didn't, I'm not loving myself throughout my, through my habits. So how can I teach her if I don't know, how am I going to teach this girl how to eat? Like if I don't know how to eat it, if I don't feel peace in front of my plate. So I literally, um, when she was three months, they didn't renew our visa here. I had to leave my business, my gym, our new, you know, newly decorated, all the, all the fancy things you get for your new, the things you think you need for Mm -hmm. the, first uh, baby so we had to leave the country 30 days like they gave us 30 days to leave and we started new in Panama thinking Mm -hmm. it was transitional but it ended up being our home for six more years um yeah throughout their their childhood because my family was there and all so my gym was left here with my sister managing it in the meantime and I said, I need to do something because I was, I couldn't study anymore. I had stopped the branding um, at nine months when I had, I, I did, I think three quarters or two quarters um, pregnant. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> I couldn't party that much. <laughs> and, and I looked online. I said, you know what? I need to teach if, if there's something that I'm missing is the knowledge of food. Uh, like I, I only know diet or getting fat you know, or diet mm-hmm. or getting weight uh, and restriction. I was based on restrictions. So I Googled literally online nutrition school and guess what I found? IIN, which is our, yeah, our school. Hey, I don't know if it was for you, but for me, it was, wow, what an experience, such a passionate time in my life. I, I couldn't like every night I would stay up. You know, I had a three-month-old baby, a four-month-old baby, and yeah. I didn't want I, to sleep. <laughs> I have to uh, interrupt here because I got to tell you, it 
I was absolutely obsessed with every single video. And if there was if there was one video that completely kept me up, I was like, who in the world is this guy? Was David yeah. Wolf video? Oh, I mean, he yeah. came in with such an energy and you know, he's that type of uh, of speaker that he just owns the stage and oh you know, God, it's yeah. kind of like a uh, he has his own way of delivering his information. And he just sat down and started going over everything like raw foods and talking about sprouts and white milk, you know, this, uh, all the things that milk Water. has. Like, <laughs> no, oh, yeah. It completely threw me off. But, but yes, um, yeah. after the phone call, I enrolled right away in that school, which also yeah, happened yeah. and changed my life. Which is, I think for you, you can say that too, one of the best decisions of your life. And, mm-hmm. and for me too, just owning and, and having critical thought because the, our nutrition school, school doesn't, it's not dogmatic. It just mm-hmm. presents more than a thousand different, different theories. You, you see milk, you understand how milk can be medicine and how milk can be poison. You understand mm-hmm. how uh, the importance of knowing what's behind the animal industry and you also <laughs> understand blood types how some bodies need something and and bioavailability like bioindividuality (laughs) (laughs) which is basically that yeah each body is its own world so we had to go and find our truth by trying different things experimenting with our bodies what about fasting how does your body feel on fasting how does and so you you it was a journey it was a journey within to understand and when I started that journey yeah my my daughter was I think four or five months so I had to I I had to show her um and learn by her side it was like learning with her learning Mm -hmm. how to eat again because I didn't know these spices I was raised very American and my mom was she was 20 when she had me so (laughs) she was a really you know absent mom she was she was loving when she was there but she wasn't really there Mm -hmm. she was a kid so she didn't cook you know she didn't we I would prepare my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or something in powder or the micro a a potato in a microwave Mm -hmm. or a tuna can or you know cracker sandwiches it wasn't really a a warm nourishing home so when I I rediscovered that it was like it was like nourishing my child while I was nourishing my inner child while I was you know, sparking my brain with new knowledge, understanding spices, understanding um, green leaves, how to how to cook them, how to use different fats uh, to to eat. And it was it was really a process of wow. Wow, discovering yourself that. yeah so I think you feeling. mentioned yeah I think you mentioned one of the most important aspects of this uh, transformative um, experience that we both uh, embrace. Uh, which is also the kind of like the tagline of my radio show and it's loving yourself crazy. That changes absolutely everything when you decide, when you realize that when you stop making choices for someone else and you start making choices for yourself, you position yourself in a, in your life <laughs> in yeah. a way that what you uncover, it's really what holds the secret to your happiness. It's like, wait a second. I don't have to be vegan because it's the trend outside of or in the world. I got to, I I chose to be vegan because it resonates with how I think my values and my morals. Right. Yeah. And sometimes it's about energy also, because uh, there's 
for example, when it comes to veganism and, and animals, there's one thing to know the biological aspect. Okay, the vitamins, minerals, what can it give us, the protein, fat, uh, carbs, and certain uh, values of, of and numbers of the, you know, mm-hmm. of the foods. But another is to understand the energetic quality. And that I think you understand when you, when you bring live plants into your life that I was not raised on live food. You know, it, it's, it's just something that's, it really ignites a connection uh, between, you, you start understanding that we're energy. So your gut is connected to your heart. Your heart is connected to your brain. So what you eat affects your emotions, how you feel, and it ultimately affects what you think and your spiritual purpose. Because it's that if, if eating has that powerful, you know, and, and such depth uh, and trans, transformative qualities, then imagine if as a whole society was taught to eat better. Society was taught to protect and, and nourish their cells, their body. We wouldn't, uh, we wouldn't buy it, you know, all the plasticity out there, all the practicism, which is basically what's the, that link that's missing in, yeah. right now in modern days. I think, I mean, the way that I see it, I think that all this food eating, food disorders, food issues, uh, even allergies, and all this world that has to come up with the perfect diet for everyone, it's our very innocent way of seeking health outside of ourselves. So it's a it's a uh, an attempt to try to fix things, right? And mm-hmm. I think that we have given it an approach uh, from the wrong perspective. It's not about changing the outside to really change what is in, what what is within. So, but anyways, I think that all these uh, attempts to try to find the diet or whatever you call it, which I mean I don't agree with that, but I I acknowledge that it's an attempt to f- to find a solution. Yeah. Yet uh, I see all of this as uh, as the path to a revolution, okay? Because that that's oh, how yeah. we start. That's how you and I started in our own individual life or in our own individual story. We our had own to- individual revolution. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is Pretty because much. you you don't revolt or you don't change from night to day because you say one day, okay, you know what? I am gonna. Um, Tomorrow, I'm going to be vegan for the rest of my life. There has to be this internal process going on inside of you that ignites you to follow uh, different choices that are going to take you to your final destination. And I think that what we are seeing on a collective level is that we're all seeking that transformation and those choices, but we are not aligned in the in the proper way of doing it, right? Which I continuously kind of like um, press on this subject. It's not on the outside. It is in the inside. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, and and this revolution can be based in uh, in this energetic connection that you are mentioning. Uh, and I also it has to be rooted, like rooted and aligned, so it can be so there can be a congruence. Because I think we're not taught to see the the human as a multidimensional being and an energetic source. We're <laughs> we're taught to think that the you know, that the most important part is the body and the brain. We don't even talk about the heart and the gut at school. We don't even take it into account unless we're the feminine in soul. Exactly. <laughs> what is missing and lacking. Yes. And yes. once that aligns, everything aligns. You know, the, everything has a new sense of, mm-hmm. wait, and that, and I think in pregnancy, both of us had, our, had, had that 
wake up call in, in pregnancy is because we're so I get goosebumps because really a pregnant body it has that so latent it's the, that body that life force yeah. is in you and it's it, it's always in you but now you have another one <laughs> and another yeah. one that's that is in that realm of spirituality because mm-hmm. that, that that child it's that child likes is and there's like that in, in that state until six or seven but we're trying to jam in academics instead of really understanding that they're you know the children pure heart pure heart brain heart and gut that's before the brain is that mind mind and body connection and i think you can you drew a really uh, a perfect example of what it is to have a soul inside of you right Uh, and a pregnant woman is that and i think we can get pregnant on different levels it's not just about uh giving birth to a physical or a baby, a human being, but you can give birth to ideas, to projects, to a book, uh, to plants, animals, yeah, to so, so many things, but it's understanding that mind and body connection. Yeah. So uh, we're going to go on a little break right now. And then you and I are going to continue our very interesting conversation because I can't talk about this for the rest of my life. <laughs> yes, me too. And, uh, to Oops. all of you tuning in, uh, I want you to ask yourself if, if nourishment and desserts can be aligned on, in the same sentence. And with that, we're going to go on a little break. <laughs> Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Nourishment and baked goods in the same sentence? It's possible. You'll want to visit PamelaWasabi.com. Pamela Wasabi Bakery specializes in creating delicious desserts made with organic, wholesome, and exotic ingredients. Enjoy cookies, brownies, birthday cakes, and even silky cheesecakes. And the best part? Everything is vegan and gluten-free. Shop at PamelaWasabi.com. Bite into our heavenly lavender cookie with roasted pistachio. Sink your fork into a slice of passion fruit cheesecake or a piece of our decadent vanilla almond cake with rose frosting. Oh, and you must try our customer favorite, a celestial chocolate chip cookie with charcoal salt. Everything we have is delicious. We ship nationwide. And right now, you can use the code VEGAN to receive free shipping. Place your order today at PamelaWasabi.com. And remember to use the code VEGAN for free shipping. Pamela Wasabi Bakery. Eat more beauty. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Nourishing the Feminine Soul. To get in touch with the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to radio at PamelaWasabi.com. Now, back to Nourishing the Feminine Soul. Here's Pamela Wasabi. All right, guys, thank you for sticking with us. I am here with Rebecca Eisenman, and we're having so much fun. <laughs> yes, thank we you. Are so thank you passionate. We're so passionate about this subject that I think that one radio show is not enough. Uh, there's so mm-hmm. much to talk when it comes, uh, when it comes to health and, uh, and food and lifestyle because it can never be limited to only one thing, right? Uh, health. It's not just eating kale. Health is not just having a perfect diet. Health is not about having the perfect body or eating enough vitamins or, or supplements, whatever it is. Health, it's a, it's a concept that is that embarks or embraces every aspect of your life, right? Yeah. And yeah. I think that studying integrative nutrition, it uh, really pushed us to think about health in this manner, right? Uh, yeah. In this three-dimensional manner, I think is the best way that we can put it. We were speaking about how we as humans, we are mind, body, and soul. And so health has some sort of uh, a same, it has like the same dynamic, right? Health, it, it has to touch upon our body, our mind, and our soul, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and even, yeah, and even in the external part, because we realize how, you know, relationships and, and our outer, you know, our our, our outer purpose goes shaping and affecting and influencing our inner mm-hmm. state of health. So I don't know, maybe it's three dimensional or maybe it's five, five dimensional. When you, <laughs> when you read Rolf Steiner, he talks about 12 senses inclusive like, wow. that, that affect yeah. the, the human being, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So one thing that I talk about on my book, The Wild Women, Nourishing the Feminine Soul, which is out uh, this November, it's that uh, to have a healthy lifestyle, there is a divine, a, fem- a divine feminine element very important, which is balance, right? Mm-hmm. And that balance has to be present in these different houses. I call them houses in our life. So you have five different houses. You have uh, sleep and rest. You have movement and exercise. You have nourishment. You have your connection with yourself, which is the spirituality, and you have relationships, which is the uh, aspect or the, uh, the attribute that you just brought into the conversation. And it's very important to understand that all of this matter when it comes to a healthy lifestyle, because each one of those houses symbolize a choice that you make, right? Yeah. And if we go back to the beginning of our conversation, we got to ask ourselves, why are we making these choices? And if these choices are not based on the fundamental um, concept of honoring who you are, then, you know, you, you have not, you don't have balance anymore in your life. And, you know, your, your boat is going to start sinking in, right? Yeah, yeah. 
So it's important to understand that health really embraces uh, health embraces life, and and life expresses itself in many and very interesting ways. Oh yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> completely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so going back to integrative nutrition, why don't you tell me what, or in your words, how can you define integrative nutrition? Hmm, that's a good question. <laughs> but, yeah, in, in, integrative nutrition is is that nutrition that understands that a that health uh, to to have true health and optimum health, uh, we have to integrate those parts of the the human being. So we're not only nourishing ourselves from food. We're nourishing ourselves. What we call their um, we call them primal foods and and secondary. Uh, foods are the relationships, the hobbies, your education, your spiritual practices. Uh, if there's movement in your life, what type of movement is mm-hmm. there? What, is that movement affecting you in a positive way or is it actually stressing your body out? It's, it's taking into account those creative times. Am I giving myself creative time, artistic expression? How is my rest, my sleep hygiene? Am I, you know, just falling asleep with my phone in the hand or am I, you know, taking into account uh, the electromagnetic field that surrounds me when I sleep? So integrative, integrative nutri- nutrition is, is that understanding that there are different sources of yes. nourishment and that a, a human being needs all of them. Yeah. So yeah, You also I, mentioned a, a beautiful term, uh, bioindividuality. Yeah. And uh, which we learn. Uh, through this school, but it's very important to understand that there is no one diet fits all, right? And that is why, yeah, that is why there is no diet papers. There's no paper with a diet that we will yeah. give you, even though that's what you want. <laughs> we don't come with instructions. <laughs> no. <laughs> that is the perfect recipe for rebellion against yourself. So, yes. And it's, restri- it's, it's mo- mostly about restriction because if mm-hmm. they give you on a paper what you have to eat, That is restriction. Uh, instead, in integrative nutrition, I love the approach of adding in, crowding mm-hmm. out. So mm-hmm. you add in so much good stuff that it's inevitable that you're going to start crowding out the, the stuff that doesn't nourish you and that it's going to start acquiring a different taste. And you're going to have different types of cravings because you're going to actually understand that, whoa, cravings are things that are, are signs, they're signals that are telling me what my body needs actually and when we we fill our diet with these these empty you would say in the old days they would call them empty calories but it's yeah it's just processed foods and that are that lack nutrition and they're refined processed and denaturalized they're they're not food anymore they're products yeah. so if our lives are filled with that that's what we're going to feel That is, and that is exactly how I felt before. It's like a processed life. I wasn't connected to that origin, that that wholeness that I was craving and was looking for in different products and different diets and different brands of makeup, clothes, and it's that wholeness that that lets you be comfortable without anything on. You know that anything on it, and that lets you be in peace with any foods you eat because if you know you want it there's no good or bad you know you eliminate those 
those tags because you want to connect. You're so connected to source that you mm -hmm. connect to your own source. Yes. So we understand that that intimate connection and that infinite connection with our Mother Earth and that there is nothing that can be healthy for you that isn't healthy for her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... So once you understand, wow, the, all these products, how, how it's made, all the branding it takes, all the plastic, and, and what we see in the supermarkets, which is 80 90% or more of processed products that they're selling at us. And this is our source. This is of nourishment since we were born, you know, since throughout our, our growing up, foods that went from hand through hand and trucks and planes and come from all over the country. So... So how can we go back to that source, which is what can I grow with my own hands? What can I uh, buy from my local farmer? What can I see? I want to see the dirt on my fruits, on my leaves that I pick. I want, some, you know, some of that good bacteria in my body and understand that that connection is what's going to root you and, and give you that purpose. Uh, and it's not even, not even about, you know, discipline and, Motivation, no, it's about or origin and, and connection to, to where you come from, you know? Yes. And I that's think the only place where you're going to feel comfortable and congruent. Totally. Um, I, this concept of adding in and crowding out, I think it's a beautiful concept and it's based on that aspect of you choose you, right? Yeah. When you're start adding different things to your plate when you start making healthy choices you realize that who you're making those choices is for you and that is a way of saying thank you thank you to your body right that is a way of acknowledging that you are here that is a way of uh being grateful for having an opportunity to be in a life so adding in is adding more source it's adding more life it's adding more energy and it's being open to receiving Because I think this concept of restriction, it's all over our world. Yeah. You know, it's always about you come last, right? Or women come last or you feed your whole family and then the leftovers, that's what I'm going to have for dinner. Or I don't know, it's just really not putting ourselves in a place where we can really embrace life for what it is. And all the time dealing with these restrictions and these uh, structures and these diets that limit our full potential. Like instead of expressing ourselves through the way that we want to do it, we, we just uh, deem our voice a little bit. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I don't know if that's mm -hmm. because of fear. I don't know. It's because that's a learned limited belief. Yeah. Uh, there are so many aspects or maybe that's just what we, we see in the outside and we kind, kind of like on a, very, uh, on a very innocent way, we just replicate what we see. But it's that adding in, adding more life into our life that is going to make us, you know, show up with this vibrance and this radiance that can really transform our life completely. Right. Yeah. Wait, I, I, yeah, I was just reminded that in, in the course we give, which is our, I give a course with my sister for children, but we always talk about changing habits, what we do habitually because we're used to, because it's automatic for rituals. And that for me was completely transformative. And I know it has been for you too. Um, what are your morning rituals? What, what do you do for yourself? How do you start the day? And, and putting purpose into that. Is it just making a shake and eating, you know, pounding down whatever you, you find in the kitchen or, or just leaving without even going to the bathroom 
or drinking a cup of water or are you stressed in the morning or are you just, no, I'm going to kill myself with exercise and, and it's not part of the ritual, I know, the ritual of connecting with yourself. So instead of just thinking, okay, it's my, it's what I have to do. No, it's each thing you do is a, a tool to give thank you, as you said, to of gratitude for your body, of love for your soul, of love for yourself. And that is the only way that we can teach this to our children. Because if we don't have that respect for ourselves, if we don't ingrain consciousness into our, our doings that have become habitual, because why do we want habits? We don't even want good habits. We want consciousness and awakened doing and connected doing and if we consider everything we do as a form of ritual as a form of ceremony then our celebration of life so exactly it changes it becomes a celebration your cup of tea your lemon water your smoothie you know how you break your fast you know your, your first dip in the ocean And, and we can go deeper, uh, our, our menstruation, our moon cycle, you know, so many yeah. things that we kind of like restrict of who we are as human beings, you know, and all these transformations that we go um, as human beings or as women, you know, we're talking about menopause as well. You know, it's not something that is very rece that is received on a positive way among our population or culture. And all these changes yeah. uh, say something ourselves, or an expression of ourselves. And I think all of it should be celebrated. It's being alive. Yeah. Celebrated and, and tuned into. Because as you say, there, there, as we see nature, it's all cycles. We're never the same cycles. every day. So if you don't tune in to yourself, even the lemon water, you know, even the most basic things, it's like, why? Why? What for? Because rituals also, they can change depending on that we wake up every day different. We're different on different days in our cycle. At certain times of the day, we're different. So how can we expect us to do the same thing every single day? Exactly. So, or follow a diet for a couple months. It's like, do you Either. know me? Like, you don't know how I slept. You don't know how I woke up. But every single day, we have a new batch of cells. Mm -hmm. So that is in our favor. You know, there's regeneration. There's tuning it the possibility of tuning into who you are today yeah i want to share a statistic that it's also part of my book it's included in my book and it's about um the percentage of people that go into a weight loss diet and only one percent is able to succeed 99 percent of those people can lose their weight and in two years they will gain it back or even will double the weight that they lost And the reason why this 1% uh, is successful is not because they follow the diet to, you know, the dot. It's because they have a change in awakening. And it's this perspective of being grateful or, or having an intention of why they want to change. And that why matters. Yeah. You know, like you were mentioning, yes, you can have a glass of water with lemon every single morning. But if you're not connected to what that in, uh, why you're doing it, it's not going to work. Because the body, it is mind, body, and spirit. The body is an emotional, it's in movement, it's in movement always, constantly. It's cyclical, right? We're never always the same. So if we don't wake up every morning and connect with our intentions. Nothing is going to work. No. The body knows what the mind ignores. <laughs> <laughs> always. Yeah, always. there is, a, there is a, a very deep wisdom within us 
the wild woman, <laughs> uh, that will tune really to what our intention is. And we cannot fool ourselves. You know, we no. cannot say, you know what, I'm going to be healthy. This is a diet or whatever it is. I'm going to follow this protocol. If there is not something within us that weighs enough for us to do that transformational change for both of yeah. us was our, our daughters, our babies, but it was not for them that we did it. We did it because we wanted to show them that there is a way of living life the right way and the right way is just embracing life and being truthful to who you are. Exactly. And that is health. That is vibrance. That is being alive. That is being happy. That is even, you know, uh, that is peace. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. It's alignment. You know, when, when you can align, like when you, when you know yourself uh, deeply and you open yourself to that true self, which is not those bought beliefs and and what they taught you and what you were educated for. Uh, when when you can align to that, I think you get a deeper sense of purpose. And then everything, you know, everything gains new perspective because you're not seeing it from from that those those blinds, you know, <laughs> those. Yeah. You're. It's like whoa. You're expanding that little box. <laughs> you're really. Yeah. Expanding to be able to uh, to to know yourself for who you are, mm-hmm. um, and I think that uh, nowadays uh, our generation it's raising a very important generation for the world. Uh, oh, both yeah. you and I came from a very Latin, close-minded culture and society, uh, yeah. and we were taught to eat in a very different way. I mean, I don't think relationship with food was ever a subject or a term that is known in our culture you know i mean it's true yeah it's not it wasn't no um but not all is lost you know (laughs) it really really takes to 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 want to know more to be curious to change your life you know what i mean it's just it takes like a, a a drop of curiosity to embrace a new life and it's possible it's totally possible and And honoring your personal processes and not only that but our generation is not only teaching uh, the upcoming generation but it's also teaching our parents and our previous generation i have my grandmother calling me and telling me if this is the right type of vitamin that she has to take to become stronger she she tells me vitamin d and take a walk you know i'm taking my walk so i can get enough sun even my dad you know the other day he he was speaking about the things he has to do to to become strong and have a strong immune system my mom she transformed her life and you know shout out to my mom by the way (laughs) (laughs) so so this relationship uh that we have with ourselves really it has a way of showing up in the it's outside. an impact. It's a exactly. ripple effect. So yeah, so, so, mm-hmm. yeah, the ripple effect. I, I love how you remember every single term. I just like <laughs> I love the terms. They're just so <laughs> like there's no other way to explain bioindividuality. There's no other way to explain the ripple effect. I even try to say it in Spanish and I efecto <laughs> doliaje in your no no, it's not what I want to say. <laughs> So mm-hmm. the ripple effect that Rebecca is referring to is when we are the, 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 the drop in the water and suddenly we start seeing this energy, this uh, radiance being reflected in our outside world. And that is how you change the outside world, not the other way around. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, completely. And that's the very important mission that um, as health coaches they gave us. And I feel that it's so important because you don't see health coaches 
competing against each other. You don't you see them as complementing each other mm -hmm. and building upon each other's knowledge and calling each other and and you know supporting because we know that there's that deeper purpose. There's a mission that we all have in conjunction and with you and you and you too. So as many people that we can get to this to understand this knowledge and to awaken and open their eyes. And I can't say how many people I know that have gone to the school and it's, wow, it's just such a great decision to do even yes. for doctors, for, you know, I have a, a friend veterinarian that when a, a, a medical doctor, a surgeon, a, and a mother, a grandmother, a, a kid, any, anyone can benefit, you know, from understanding their body, from, from going through that journey of self-exploration because if you don't if you don't know that there's always more then you lose that curiosity you know for for life and curiosity is that life force is what's going to give us that that life force and motivation and passion and what brings us that's what the journey's for because if not what is it for you know yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we got to get living the life you know that you deserve and you came here to live. And I know that, and you know that, that, that wild woman or how you call that <laughs> archetype, but that wellness is in everybody as human beings. It's in our blood. It's in our DNA. So it's about reconnecting and giving, and, and these tools just help you reconnect more, you know, and faster and brighter and, and, and achieve that radiancy that, I see that you have now <laughs> we talked about in the beginning, but that's health, you know, that, that's true health. Yeah. Well, Rebe, I just have to uh, thank you for bringing that life source into me. You definitely woke up my curiosity um, from there. It was like a snowball effect. Thank you for all yes. the work that you do. Thank you for showing up always authentically and for inspiring us with your writing. Thank uh, you. You are amazing. I love you. And thank you thank for being you. here. I love uh, you how too. Can <laughs> I'm so proud of this. I love this this <laughs> show. It's so you, and Thank I you. love that you have another outlet outlet of expression. Thank you. So, uh, connecting with our listeners, uh, the code for my bakery to receive forty percent off is Radio Show. Remember Ooh, that. And I just want to give our last minute to Rebecca to tell us how we can connect with her. Uh, yes, I am on Instagram, is what I usually use, or Telegram as Verde y Rebelde, which is like Ooh, the Green Telegram. Rebel. Yes, <laughs> Verde y Rebelde. And yeah, you can connect uh, with me through there. And I also have a website, the Criando un Verdecito. Most of my work is in Spanish. Um, and Criando un Verdecito has all the master classes that I'm offering. Uh, right now, I'm focused on family, so family, family, and, and well, now we're homeschooling and adding all types of different interesting projects to, to, and we'll be sharing them online too, so I would love to connect with you there. All right. Well, thank mm -hmm. you. Thank you. Uh, goodbye to everyone. Have a wonderful day, and uh, see you too. See you next time. And yes. you and I still have to talk more. Yes, we will. <laughs> We'll chat after. And I'll see you next Wednesday. We're going to talk about sexuality. Thank you for tuning into Nourishing the Feminine Soul. 
Be sure to join Pamela Wasabi for another edition of the program next Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until our next show, have a beautiful week. Thank you.